He's been advisor to Presidents Clinton and Trump. And now, he's here to advise us all. Dick Morris is on 77 WABC. Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. Here I am, stuck in the middle with you. Yes, I'm stuck in the middle with you. Hi, welcome to Two Days Before Election Day. Hello, Dick Morris. I'm here with Doug DePiro, who just spoke up, artist and a musician and commentator and songman on the show. Um, today we're going to interview four uh, candidates who are running for Congress on the Republican ticket in the New York area. And because of the huge market that New York represents with its high-cost advertising, it's very hard for local candidates to get recognition and to get started. In small markets, it's funny, people are less well-educated, but vastly better informed than they are in the New York area. Because in the New York area, they can't get a word in edgewise. Uh, the media is too busy covering international developments. So one after another, they're going to be calling in today, and we're going to be giving them five minutes each, which is the maximum we're allowed under the station rules. So our first candidate running in uh, Orange, Ulster, and Dutchess County is Colin Schmidt, uh, and he's important and unique because he's the one with Rob Astorino who discovered the illegal immigrant flights being flown into the New York area by the uh, Customs and Naturalization Service. I see he was flying them in, and it was secret. It wasn't well known, and he publicized it and broke the story. Fly me to the moon. Let me... Swing among those stars Let me see what spring is like on a Hi, Colin. How are you? Hi, Colin. Good, hey, good Colin. morning. How's hey, it Colin. going? Good. Thanks for calling in. No, um, thanks for having me on. You know, uh, when they go to the moon, you get all kinds of perks. And when you fly into New York as an illegal immigrant, Same thing. when you get off the plane, they give you $1,400 stimulus check, huh. uh, they give you a free college tuition, uh, free in-state tuition, and a host of, and free medical care, not Amazing. free tuition, but in-state tuition, and a host of other benefits. And I love that you blew the whistle on their relocating people into this area. Like Westchester Airport and that type of thing? It started at Westchester and then Stewart Airport in Orange County, and, and we were able to discover, and it was actually thanks to... Uh, a uh, very vigilant uh, citizen who saw um, a plane fly into Orange County Airport, a little tiny county airport in Montgomery, New York, my hometown, and saw a bunch of people running uh, at the late at night off of a plane into an unmarked bus. And they called the police because they thought it was a human trafficking situation. It was huh. very concerning. Horrible. And the police detained this bus for over three hours. No, no answers were given. And it turned out that after uh, after over three hours of, of holding them and questioning and asking for identification, it was actually a migrant relocation flight from the Biden administration flown in from El Paso to uh, little old Montgomery, New York, my little hometown, and then put on buses to be sent to New York City, Kingston, Poughkeepsie, and other big and small cities in the Hudson Valley and, and, and the general Northeast. And, and sent without checks, without... They got checks, no, but the local no, government no, didn't. No local government yeah, here, notified. Here they are, your new Medicaid recipient, your new welfare recipients, your new, uh, mm. your new free college tuition recipients, and you pay for it. Well, we'll just bust them into your area. Well, and, and you know, the Biden administration is stressing the ongoing health concerns, right, worldwide, and, and no health department officials were, were notified either to so do health screenings and see what people's your health status was. Uh, We're speaking uh, now with Colin Schmidt, who is running for Congress in Orange, Duchess, and Ulster County. And uh, this race is rated as a lean Democrat race. Uh, and if we are to get the 50 to 60 seat gain in the House that I'm predicting, uh, he better win. <laughs> Absolutely. His opponent this is, is uh, down, to, yeah. this is down to the wire. We are... We are down to the wire. This is a race where literally every vote will matter. Polling is very uh, optimistic. We just did three rallies with Lee Zeldin. We have three counties, Orange, Ulster, and Dutchess. We did a rally in each county yesterday. 
The momentum is there for me. The momentum is there for Lee. We need everyone to get out and vote and spread the word. If everyone gets out and votes who's fed up with the cost of energy, with the cost of food, with the cost of, of everyday items, if everyone who's fed up with feeling unsafe commuting in New York City or the disrespect for law enforcement in our state, if everybody who feels these, this way goes and votes for Schmidt, goes and votes for Zeldin, we will win this congressional now, seat. His opponent is a guy named Pat Ryan, who actually won a special election last year in another district. And then, like a good carpetbagger, he picked up his family and his belongings and his uh, laptop computer and moved into the district to be able to run in this area. My God. But Colin Schmidt is a lifelong resident of the area. He has a family real estate business that they've had for several generations. He's currently a sergeant in the New York State National Guard. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. And he's currently the state assemblyman uh, for the area. So uh, Colin Schmidt, and of the candidates we're going to be talking to today, there'll be five of them, Schmidt is probably the one who is most in need of your vote. He's probably the closest of these races. And uh, I really urge you to come out and vote for him. Uh, It's going to be an essential win for the Republican Party. Absolutely. Now, we we can use all the help that can be sent. I encourage people to visit my website, ColinSchmidt.com. It has our district map. It has ways to donate. It has all the information you may need. And so if you think you might be in the district, you can log on there, find out how to vote, where to vote. Uh, if, you would, if you're from anywhere in the world uh, and, and you're, you want to support our candidacy, you can, you can send a donation in there. If, uh, you know, if, you, if you're traveling right now, you already voted early, and someone's listening on streaming, and you send your donation, whatever it is, we need that help. Colin, I, I need to, to interrupt you because I'm limited to five minutes, but please, everyone, vote for Colin Thank Schmidt. you, Colin. Good luck, Thank man. you. Now, my next guest is Mike Lawler, who is running uh, for Congress in a very special district. His opponent, who's been the congressman forever, I think 10 years, is Sean Patrick Maloney. And uh, he is the chairman of the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, DCCC. That means he's Nancy Pelosi's campaign manager. He's the guy that Pelosi sent in to keep the majority in the House. And Mike Lawler is running against him, and it would be really highly cool and major national news if Lawler beat his opponent in this district. Totally cool. Next time, Mike, you need to go after the whole slate of leadership. Yes. We'll take just the sheriff here. So tell us about your race, Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back on. Things are going very well with two days to go. Uh, in the last you know, two weeks, the Democrats and Sean Patrick Maloney have had to have Joe Biden call in to Rockland County and try and uh, sway votes. He, they've had Jill Biden. Now, was he calling in on your behalf or on Maloney's behalf? <laughs> he probably well, helped, helped Maloney he get a lot of votes. He definitely doesn't recall the conversation, but right, right, you know yeah. he, uh, they've had Bill Clinton come in and campaign. Hillary Clinton send emails, not the thirty thousand that yeah. she uh, deleted. Did she but, hide the emails? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but things, you know, look at the end of the day in a district, Joe Biden won by ten points. The fact that they need to call in all of these big name Democrats to try and save Nancy Pelosi's campaign manager. Speaks volumes to where this race is and where the electorate is. Speaking of where the race is, tell us where it is, Mike. This is the immediate suburbs of New York City. So it's all of Rockland County where I live, northern Westchester, home of the Clintons and George Soros, Mm. all of Putnam County and three towns in Dutchess. And the bottom line is folks are very upset about two issues, inflation and crime. And Sean Patrick Maloney has voted 100 percent of the time with Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden. He has uh, enforced their agenda as chair of the DCCC, twisting arms, uh, making members vote for these very unpopular policies that have uh, given us a 41-year record high on inflation. Uh, Maloney, four years ago when he ran for attorney general, said that cashless bail was his top priority. Those were his words. In favor. And voters in favor of it, absolutely. He He said enacting it was his top priority. We've seen what's happened. All the gains under Giuliani and Bloomberg were wiped away. Uh, crime was down 76 percent 
from 1993 to 2019. The moment cashless bail was enacted, index crimes today are up 36 percent. This is outrageous, and the Democrats own it. They they have complete control of everything in Washington, Albany, and New York City for the first time in our nation's history. And if folks want to help us get across the finish line and be the face of the red wave on Tuesday and end Nancy Pelosi's reign as speaker once and for all, they should go to FireMaloney.com. That's FireMaloney.com and help us close this out. You know, it's not just that Biden and Pelosi failed to solve the problems or made them worse. It's that they created the problems. Uh, We had price stability in this country before they took over and gave us incredible inflation. Uh, We had crime on the decrease until they took over and did cashless bail and ended mandatory sentencing. We had the border sealed until they opened it and brought in 4 million new illegal immigrants, many of whom are drug dealers and criminals, many of them wanted for murder in the United States. Uh, but let back into the United States by this administration. So Mike Lawler is a key element in winning this fight because he is uh, he's opposing not just a, the head of the Democratic campaign, but a member of the House leadership team. And the House of Representatives is a monarchy. And if you're one of the House leadership team, you're in the, in the king's court. And uh, Maloney is. And Lawler had the guts to run against him and to take him on, and it looks like he's beating him. No question. You know, our latest poll had us up six points, and it's clear. I mean, he's been siphoning off millions of dollars from other Democratic candidates that he's supposed to be protecting and trying to keep in office, and he's throwing them under the bus. But that's exactly what he did to Mondaire Jones when the maps got redrawn by the court. He ran over the first gay black man and ran him out of office. I mean, you want to talk about white privilege. Look at Sean Maloney. The guy is all about himself, and it's why he's going to lose on Tuesday. Well, Mike, great having you on, and God bless you, and I hope you uh, hope you win on Election Day. This is a very important race, folks. Mike Lawler. Appreciate it. Uh, and it's uh, FireMaloney.com? FireMaloney.com, and that's exactly what we're going to do on Tuesday. So we've had two guests so far, Colin Schmidt running in Orange, Duchess and Ulster, and Mike Lawler running in Rockland County and Northern Westchester. Thank you, Mike. Uh, be sure you vote for Thanks. him. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. It's Sunday, and you know what that means. Here's Dick Morris on 77 WABC. Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. Here I am, stuck in Hi, this is Dick Morris with Doug DePiro here. Hi, Dick. We're doing a special pre-election show now, and uh, we've had two candidates on who are running for Congress in the New York area. One is Mike Lawler, who's running in Rockland County and Northern Westchester, and the other is Colin Schmidt, who's running in Orange, Duchess, and Ulster counties. And they are very, very important votes. Um, They're both in districts that are either toss-up in Lawler's case or lean Democrat in Schmidt's case. And if we win those seats, that'll be a bellwether that we're actually going to get up to 50 or 60 seats. Oh, we have to win those seats. We're a little bit like Aaron Judge these days. We're chasing 60. (laughs) And (laughs) we're rounding third right now, going home. But um, And we're getting there. But these two seats are very important for us to win, as well as the two other guests I have coming on the show Anthony Desposito, who's running on the island, and uh, George Santos, who's running near him on the island. Um, the, ele- the election is obviously tilting in a heavily Republican direction, but it's by very, very, very thin, narrow margins. I could not believe, after watching the Oz-Fetterman debate, oh. that that race is close. I mean, for God's sakes, what's a guy got to do to lose a race? <laughs> I mean, he can hardly talk. He What's can't, the guy got to do to lose a race? He can't, he can't, he can't hardly talk. And when he does talk, he trips like himself up over fracking. Who's the guy that said, oh, I'll vote for that guy? When he gets out an English sentence, it's to defend letting murderers out of jail. Yeah. And yet it's a close race. A close it's race? It's within a few points one way or the other. Unbelievable. I can't believe that. And by the way, a lot of reputable pollsters are saying that, including a few that I believe. So, uh, 
this will be close. But the interesting thing is there are so many close races. The following races are basically within two points, two points either way. Okay, you ready? They're all Democratic-held seats except for Pennsylvania, where we have a good chance at a pickup, but it's on knife's edge. Herschel Walker in Georgia. Um, Bulldog in New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. uh, Masters in Arizona. All on knife's edge is races. And then a little bit further down the road, uh, we have a good chance to pick up in Colorado, a good chance in Washington State, which has probably been the sleeper of the night. There, Patty Murray is an 18-year incumbent, and it's in the most liberal state in the country, Washington, the home of Seattle, which was the home of the Black Lives Matter riots. Right, right, and, right. right. Uh, but believe More it or not, reason why Patty Murray is, uh, is only three points ahead right now. So we have a good shot in those races. And then in the governor's races, it gets even worse. Uh, Zeldin is either a point ahead or a point behind, depending not on which polls you listen to, but whether they're in a good mood or not. Uh, <laughs> uh, in Michigan, Tudor Dixon is very, very close to the Republican. We have a, we're very close in Wisconsin, uh, ahead but close. We're close in, and a little behind in Minnesota. Um, we're a little ahead in Nevada. Uh, but all over the country, these races are absolutely melting down to the closest possible contests. So uh, this is going to be absolutely a pivotal, pivotal time. And if we win this election, the Democrats are going to be in total disrepair. Uh, they're going to completely break apart, uh, fall apart. Uh, their party will collapse into a chorus of blame, of each one blaming the other. You know, they say when the Democrats form a firing squad, they do it in a circle. <laughs> so they'll <laughs> each be shooting at each other. And uh, you're going to see that. The blame game or the scream game. The and screaming. This will also pave the way to Trump's almost unanimous nomination. In fact, unanimous. Because if he's able to pull off victories in all of these races where he brought candidates in, got them to run, and got them to oppose the choice of the establishment of the party, and then pulled off their primary victory, and now is pulling off their election victory, nobody is going to challenge him for the nomination. It'll intimidate everybody. I mean, you might get uh, Mitt Romney or somebody. That's or in your Dick book. Shapley. You wrote all about that it in is your all book. In, it's, in it's fact, beautiful. if you want the script for what's going to happen in this year, read oh, my book. Unbelievable. It literally is unfolding. Everything I said in it is happening. It's amazing. And we just have to make sure it happens on Tuesday. Get out and vote. But, uh, but the, the, the point is that this... This will cement Trump's nomination. Nobody will dare go against him. It'll mean the Republican Party is his wholly owned uh, subsidiary. And uh, that means that he'll get to go into this election of 24 with no primary opposition. He'll have his whole war chest. He won't have anybody sniping at him from behind. Not even a Shemeggy? Shemeggy. Because Biden, I think, will be forced out by this election result if right. it's as big as I think. The Democrats will be killing each other in the primaries. And uh, I believe that at that point, combined with the economy going bad, Trump is a guaranteed victor. And then I believe, let me play out the scenario, the history of recessions, deep recessions, has been that after we recover, the economy soars because the recession, the depression kills off all the businesses that should have been bankrupt a while ago but were kept alive by loans and deficits and printed currency, and they all die. And good, strong, new businesses take their place, and it ushers in a decade of prosperity, just like it did for Clinton and just like it did for Reagan. The Darwin theory. And that's going to be under Trump. Mm. So you're talking not just about 24, you're talking about 28, you're talking about a decade of Republican conservative rule in the United States and the dissolution of the Democratic Party. So now we have uh, another guest who I want to introduce who's running for Congress out on the island, Anthony Desposito. Hey, Anthony. Hey, good afternoon. Hey, How are you? I'm glad Is you called Desposito in. Is it Desposito or D'Esposito? It's D'Esposito. Doug DePiro cares about that. DePiero. DePiero. <laughs> So, Anthony, tell us where your district is and what the story is. 
Sure. So it's the uh, southwest uh, corner of Nassau County on Long Island. Uh, it's the 4th Congressional District. It runs from the city line to Seaford, from the beaches to Old Country Road. Okay. And uh, that is a heavily, heavily Republican district, a Democratic district. But you are fighting the power, which I think is absolutely critical. It's definitely held in Democrat hands for about 25 years. Yep. Um, we have uh, the ability this year to flip that, that seat. Um, you know, we saw in 2021 in Nassau County, we had great Republican victories countywide. We took back the county executive's race. We took up, uh, took back the district attorney's race. And, you know, the things that are, are, uh, are, have, are heavy on people's minds are crime, cost of living, and inflation. And, uh, you know, I've done my part as a member of the Hempstead Town Board since 2016. Over the last four years, we've had the ability to either cut uh, taxes or hold the line on taxes. And the, the one year that my opponent, uh, she served as a one-term supervisor in the town of Hempstead. And when she was given a, a, a budget, a bipartisan budget uh, from the town board with a tax cut, uh, she voted no. So she, uh, she's name? on the wrong side of taxes, Laura Gillen. Laura Gillen, right. So uh, Esposito against Gillen is a key contest. You know, the future of New York state politics will be determined on Long Island. And uh, the ability of the Republican Party to sweep the elections last year on Long Island, they have their elections in the off year, uh, really presages something of the wipeout that I think may take place on Tuesday. But we have to bring it home. And Anthony Esposito and the gentleman who's following him, George Santos, George Santos, are crucial to that. D'Esposito. Anthony D'Esposito. So it's crucial that you come out and vote for them. I appreciate that. Yeah, listen, this this uh, these seats all on Long Island are crucial. It's, it could it could come down to uh, you know if the Republicans have the House of Representatives and uh, even the leadership in Washington know that these seats on Long Island are are a hot contest. They know that we have the ability to win them. Uh, my opponent, Laura Gillen, is on the wrong side of every issue, whether it's taxes, whether it's spending, whether it's crime. And when she ran for supervisor, she ran under the Working uh, Family Party platform into a cashless bail, right? And called for the defunding of police. She's, uh, you know, campaigned with people like Todd Kaminsky, who are the, uh, you know, the architect of cashless bail. Uh, and she's donated from her campaign funds, you know, well over $325,000 to the state legislature, st- state legislators who have voted and implemented cashless bail. So uh, she's yep. no friend of law enforcement. She's no friend of the, of the law-abiding citizen. It's important and, to uh, stress. She- well, hang on, Anthony. It's important to stress what Anthony just said. The Working Families Party is creation in New York State of the ultra-left of the Democratic Party. There was originally the Liberal Party that was liberal but not ultra-left. And that now has been replaced by the Working Families Party. And it's the tail that dominates the dog because the Democratic candidates are, are worried about facing primaries and general elections without the backing of the Working Families Party. And the price they require for it is absolutely towing verbatim the left-wing line, particularly in issues of crime. And it's a great chance to defeat them and knock them out of the box by voting for Desposito in this election. Yep, absolutely. Well, thank you. And, yeah, and that's what it comes down to. You know, the the, uh, the Democrats here on Long Island, uh, I've spoken to thousands upon thousands of them. I'm, I'm somebody who campaigns from morning to night. Uh, and I've spoken to lifelong Democrats who feel that they no longer have a party because they don't want to be part of a party uh, who's run by Nancy Pelosi, AOC, and the failed policies of Joe Biden. Uh, and my opponent, Laura Gillen, would be an absolute rubber stamp for everything that they stand for. Thank you, Anthony. I appreciate you coming on with me. So uh, we've had three candidates speak so far. There's Colin uh, Schmidt, who is running in Ulster, Orange, and Duchess. And there's Mike Lawler, who's running in Rockland and Northern Westchester. And there's Anthony Desposito, who's running in Nassau County. And uh, it's like I said, it's very hard for these candidates to get exposure because the New York media market is so huge, there's so much to cover, and it's so expensive that they can't get a word in. And therefore, this exposure, I think, is terribly important for them. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you, Anthony. The Esposito. Thanks. 
Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority PriorityGoldGuide.com. It's Sunday, and you know what that means. Here's Dick Morris on 77 WABC. Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. Here I am, stuck in the middle with you. These days, whenever I pass a police officer, I always say thank you for your service. Absolutely. And a member of the military, too, but particularly a member of the police. And now we have the chance to say it in person to George Santos, who is a former detective in New York City, who is running for Congress. Thank you for your service, George. Thank you, George. Hi, guys. I just, just thank you for having me, but I think you got your wires crossed. I'm not a former detective in New York City. <laughs> oh. oh, my goodness. I am sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, tell us who you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might be crossing your wires with congressional candidate Anthony D'Esposito in the 4th Congressional District, who is a retired. I got gotcha, you. Oh. I got gotcha. you. Okay. We'll go. There you go. Well, and, and I will say, I will tag along with you guys and thank Anthony and all NYPD officers right, for their you. service and for keeping uh, our city safe and, you know, and doing what they do. And it's a thankless job. So I am on right there with you on thanking them every time I see them, Dick. But you are you running against Zimmerman, right? I'm running against Robert Zimmerman yeah. in the third. Okay, well, I got, I got that one right. Uh, now, um, <laughs> as I understand, your parents are Brazilian, but you grew up in a basement in Jackson Heights, Queens. Yes, sir. And Born you, and raised in Jackson Heights, Queens, to Brazilian immigrant parents. And you made your way up uh, to become a prominent businessman in the New York area. So, mazel tov for that. And well, I gather that Zimmerman is a strong opponent, of, a strong supporter of cashless bail. In fact, that it was well, almost his idea, right? Well, the way it comes around is he's supported a lot of the candidates and the people and the people involved with cashless bail, such as Todd Kaminsky, who is an outgoing state senator who authored the bill. Um, again, I, I, I'll put it this way. I don't support cashless bail, and I think cashless bail is a bad idea. So let's let's have a conversation around the facts of George Santos will fight to make sure that New York State turns down cashless bail. And I can't wait to call my good friend, Congressman Lee Zeldin, governor of New York. And I can't wait to go to Washington, D.C. and retire Nancy Pelosi from that gavel. Beautiful. And that's what's going to set the straight the, 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 the conversation and the path to actually putting our country and specifically our state here in New York back on track. You're opposing uh Robert Zimmerman, who is running for an open seat vacated by Tom uh, Swazzle, right? Uh, yes, the, Tom Swazzle. Yes, yeah, Swazzle. Uh, Swazzle deserves the Idiot of the Year Award because he gave up his congressional seat to run in the primary against Kathy Hochul, <laughs> uh, which is a unique booby prize to run in the primary <laughs> against the person that lost to the governor. That's, that's pretty good. But with an open seat, uh, Santos has an excellent chance of winning it. And with the spillover of crime from New York City into Nassau County uh, and the growth of the crime issue and, of course, inflation that's all over the place, uh, I think uh, George has a superb chance of winning. Well, I'll, I'll put it this way, uh, uh, Dick, and, and I appreciate you for the confidence and for, for projecting that confidence to the listeners here. Even if I have the not, only we, <laughs> not, not only do we have a great chance of winning, we also are going to win on November 8th because we're talking about common sense issues, everyday issues. We're talking about the crime increase in our area. We're talking about the cost of living. We're talking about inflation. We're talking about the cost of energy. I mean, to heat your home, it's going to be 64% higher, according to Con Ed and National Grid. And here on Long Island, PSEGLI put out that it's going to be three times more expensive to heat your house oh my God. this winter versus last and, winter. And that's so not that's not a mistake. That. That's the deliberate policies of the Biden administration right. to raise the price of fossil fuel. 
you know, it occurred to me that they think of gas, gasoline, price, fossil fuel, heating oil, the same way I think of cigarette prices. I think raised cigarette prices, it stops people from smoking. And it's too bad that it takes money out of their pocket, but it stops smoking. And that's worth it by itself. Uh, And uh, I think that, that that's how they see gas prices, but they don't realize that we go broke paying them that it forces people to choose between heating their home and eating their dinner. And uh, thank goodness we have people like George who are standing up and fighting against that. So thank well, you for thank coming on, George. Thank, thank you, you very George. much for thank having me. Much. I appreciate it. And remember to go out and vote on November 8th, everyone. Thank you very thank much, you and much. have a great rest of your weekend. He's been advisor to Presidents Clinton and Trump, and now... He's here to advise us all. Dick Morris is on 77 WABC. One of the people who we didn't have on today because we've had her on just recently is my personal favorite among the candidates for Congress by the Republicans, Tina Forte. Tina. Who is running to take on AOC. And my personal favorite caller, my favorite caller, Judith from Brooklyn, is on to talk about it. Hey, Judith. I thought you you were going to take away my thunder. That's what I I told the screener. (laughs) I said, you know what? You know what? I I know I heard Tina, and I was very impressed with her. And then I actually saw a picture of her. She's not only, she's got brains and beauty, okay? So she can can hang in there against AOC as far as looks are concerned, but as far as the brains go. AOC is like all out clueless. She's like, oh, yeah. and you know what? This is a very important race. And why I'm calling because she's not a regular politician, AOC. She's like the poster child. She's like very, you know, she's like, she's part of the, 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 the problem and the insanity that's going on in this country right now. And if we, if they, if Tina Forte would, would be able to win over AOC, this would be a tremendous, tremendous change for, 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 the, would, for the country. It would be a, uh, a blow to the entire radical left. Uh, thank you, Judith. Thanks for bringing thank it you, up. Judith. Thank you, Judith. So now we're okay. going to have a special announcement from um, a political consultant who's widely known but not known for his politics, uh, Mr. Bob Dylan. <laughs> oh, the foes will rise with the sleep still. You think he listens to us? jerk from their beds and think they're dreaming. But they'll pinch themselves and squeal and they'll know that it's for real. The hour that the ship comes in And they'll raise their hands Saying we'll meet all your demands But we'll shout from the bow Your days are numbered And like Pharaoh's tribe They'll be drowned in the tide And like Goliath They'll be conquered Now for those of you who are Dylan freaks like me Oh my God The earlier verse of that song that we didn't play Says and the whole wide world is watching And that became kind of the slogan in the 60s And I think it's absolutely true right now The world has faced a common problem In COVID and the economic catastrophe that followed it And uh, the left and the right are competing for solutions We just saw Brazil turn decidedly to the left And before that we saw the country of Colombia do that isn't and, Brazil uh, having a big uproar right now? Yeah, they're all fighting that. about the election, uh-huh. but uh-huh. it was an honest election. Yeah. But, but I think that the that the point is the whole world will be watching when the Republican Party seizes control of the House and the Senate, and Biden is basically forced out of the race in 2024. But we have a little announcement coming up. Uh, it sounds like I'm getting married. No, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a little announcement. Or you're having a baby. Up. On uh, (laughs) most likely on November 14th, and uh, a certain guy will announce his intentions to the world. Say you do, say you don't want to be mine. Say you will, say you won't. Make up your mind this time. Say you will, say you will. Be my last couple of weeks when I've been speaking to Trump, uh, he is just dying to announce his candidacy. Um, about a week and a half ago, he said, I was talking about some of the Senate races. I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to announce and I'm going to carry all these guys on my back across the finish line. 
He said, I'm tired of this one, two points either way. Just get on board and let's go do it. And uh, it sounded like such a great idea. And then as I was thinking about it and speaking to my friend John McLaughlin, the pollster, about it, I realized what a mistake that would be because then he Biden could make him the issue. Already the Democrats are basically running campaigns against Trump, right. not against their, their, cha- their challenges. Oh. Uh, they don't mention their opponent's name, but they have Trump all over the place. Right. And, uh, and it was important for him to wait to get into the race until after this tremendous victory took place. But the impact of this victory is going to be enormous, and it's just terribly important. Let's go to Sandra in New Jersey, who I had the honor of meeting the other day. Hi, Sandra. Hi, Sandra. Hi, guys. I had the pleasure of meeting both of you as well, and I loved every minute of it. Yeah. I wanted to uh, thank Ronnie Pearl for doing such a beautiful job of Anna. creating that that night. Roseanne. Yes, and Ronnie Pearl. Yeah. Anyway, so what I wanted to say was you were on C-SPAN this morning at 9 o'clock and on again tonight. And I want to say something. I have many friends that I told to listen to this, and I have one in particular that I hesitated because she doesn't think at all like me. But you know what? And I'm always afraid to voice my opinions to her because she's rather intimidating. So I asked her to watch it, you know, saying she'll see me on TV. But really she heard you, and she heard all the things I always want to say to her but I'm afraid to. So I thank you for that because you covered your whole book in, in, in an amazing way on October 28th. And I just wanted to say one more thing. My brother, who created these beautiful T-shirts, two are on their way. Ronnie Pearl has them for you to wear and enjoy. And it's all about Donald Trump. You know, it's not personal. It's business. And uh, <laughs> what, what Ronnie could I Pearl say? is the head of the Manhattan Women's Republican Club. Right. That's a group that was set up by the suffragettes a uh, hundred years ago and carries that tradition with her. Well, thank you, Sandra. I really enjoyed meeting you. I just hope your friend isn't waiting for me downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Given the offer, you can't refuse? Yeah, that's right. Um, then you have Roseanne, the president of that same organization. Yeah. Right. So, um, so, so as we approach the election, I think that it's very important for us to realize what the stakes are. Uh, We talk a lot about the disaster that the Democrats have brought with them and the horrible stuff that's been going on because of that, the inflation, the crime, the massive illegal immigration, and all of that. But what we don't spend a lot of time talking about, and we need to point out to people, is what they tried to do to us, and we stopped them. The Republicans, even though we were a minority in both houses, uh, and in the House, particularly the minority congressmen in the House are like the best-dressed hostages in Washington. <laughs> <coughs> they have no power at all, and they're abused. they're abused regularly. But they stood up, as did the Republicans in the Senate, and stopped legislation that would have destroyed this country. But if we lose the election on Tuesday, there'll be nothing there to stop them. They'll be able to pass it. One of them was that they institutionalized and legalized all of the fraud that took place in 2020. Not only did they make it possible and legal, they made it mandatory. Uh, they, for example, passed a, were passing a law saying it would be illegal to ask someone for voter ID. You go to jail if you do that. How could that possibly be? They Well, they put it in the bill. It's passed. It's the law. It's unbelievable. And another provision was that you could not have more than one person verify a signature. <laughs> and the verification could be your best friend who you bring with you. Uh, the uh, It mandated all kinds of early voting, mail-in voting, absentee voting. It required drop boxes all over the place. In other words, it took all of the abuses of the 2020 election and it legalized them institutionalized them, and required them. And there's a reason why this was called H.R. 1 in the uh, Senate and in the House and S. 1 in the Senate. Uh, Traditionally, the most important piece of legislation, the speakers and the majority leaders' personal top priorities, gets the designation 1 for legislation. Another one might be H.R. 3241, but H.R. 1 is the bill they most want. And that was the election fraud bill. 
and the the Democratic Party wanted that more than anything in the world. And the Republicans in Congress, who we sometimes don't respect enough, stood up and stopped it. Otherwise, we wouldn't even be having this election this year. It would be under rules where we couldn't possibly have a fair election. So that's one. The second thing I'll bet that most of you do not know about is if you are one of the 20% of Americans who work for themselves, on their own business, mom and pop stores, a gig economy like an Uber driver or a taxi driver, somebody who does not have an employer or has a nominal employee, you know, me incorporated or mom and dad Inc. and, and they hire me. Uh, somebody who's not part of a large corporate payroll is, will be forced under this law called the PRO Act, PRO Act, uh, and they will be forced to dissolve their business structure and merge into a large corporation. They'll be forced to. So, for example, my occupation is, is political commentator and author. I work for myself. Now I would have to work for WABC Radio, for uh, Newsmax News Media Incorporated, and for Patriot Gold Group and for a bunch of others, and they would have to issue 1099s for me separately. And I would be bound by the corporate regulations that are imposed upon them, which means that every person that is an independent businessman or independent entrepreneur or consultant has to pay withholding taxes, has to pay disability, FICA, Social Security, unemployment insurance. That would destroy them. And the whole bit. Destroy them. And... More importantly, they have to fit into the corporate pay structure because the big organization that's going to hire me is, has thousands of employees and they're not about to create a separate job line for me. So I have to fit into the corporate pay structure and that means massive pay cuts for most of these folks. The reason the, the Democrats are doing this is that they you find the union membership has declined dramatically. And now it's only 12% of the private sector workforce. So what they're trying to do now is to force everybody into a large company and then into a large union. Because once they're in the company, they have no choice but to join the union. In fact, the NLRB provision that provides for secret ballots uh, and special election procedures no longer will exist. And you'll be required to join the union uh, simply because you work there. Uh, they'll repeal the prohibition on the union shop. So your life would be totally changed, completely destroyed by this. And uh, it's it's just very important to understand that that's what's coming down the pike. The other thing, of course, is the total destruction of the fossil fuel industry. Uh, the uh, The regulation of fossil fuels, the so-called environmental regs that are basically designed to keep uh, the, to keep to keep coal and natural gas and oil from powering stuff in the U.S. and switch all to solar and to geothermal and to wind energy, which is unreliable. Those are the laws that did not pass, thank God. And it's very important that we celebrate that and understand that. Let's go to uh, Gino in New Jersey. G.I. Gino, Gino, Jack, back in Hackensack, <laughs> recovering, from hey. recovering from COVID since Columbus Day. Good. God help me. I want to bring a couple quick points, and I'll be brief. I know you all guys want to go home, and God bless you, and your screen is deserved raise. Bottom line is, <clears throat> this is a complete whitewash. They have no shame. I don't like either party, but at least these Democrats aren't murdering babies and coddling criminals, which is so hypocritical. The people have to come out across the country and vote Republican, local, state, or federal. Otherwise, this country will never fully recover. And also, I want to bring up quick fact. Five days, Dick, will be American Veterans Day. Let's remember it's honoring American military living, no American veterans. 66% of the homeless men or women are American veterans, and 13,000 American veterans suicide one every hour. 13000 a year, one every hour. This Friday, the chain restaurants offer a complimentary free meal or dessert to American veterans all day on the 11th. 
Do you want the list? It's quick. No, it's right. I, I get it. And thank you for publicizing that. And thank you for your call. Um, let's go to uh, Kay in Manhattan. Hi, Kay. Hello, Dick. Um, I wanted to talk about the three questions that are on the ballot. Um, they should be voted no. If we if we vote in those, what the working family is promoting, it's a huge loss. And that's that it's extreme left-wing party you've been talking about. What are the three questions? Well, um, it has to do with equity, in so-called equity, in, and um, in every single aspect of our lives. Now, let me just explain Re- equity. Um you and I and uh, everybody grew up fighting for equality, and uh, that's the that's the slogan that we all grew up with. And the Democrats have replaced equality with the word equity. They're saying that we need to compensate minorities for decades and generations and a hundred years of abuse and slavery and discrimination, and therefore they should be entitled to go to the head of the line and to get services and money and everything in preference to white people. Literally, it's written into the statute. When we were recovering from COVID, the restaurant relief fund passed by Biden said that priority should be given to all store or restaurant owners who were non-white. Mm. And uh, by the time they got up to the white ones, they had run out of the money. And uh, this would priority, this would enshrine this in legality. We have to realize the two great accomplishments of our generation in terms of social equity have been feminism and the opposition to racism. And the Democratic Party is now repealing both of those. It's repealing the end of racism by establishing racism in favor of minorities as the Democratic position and enshrining it, in this case, in the state constitution. The second is feminism, where they're subordinating the needs and the desires and the priorities of heterosexual females to homosexual females. And they are saying basically that the needs of black men are not as important as the needs of black women because you can replace black men with homosexual black women. Heather has two mommies Mm. is the way the phrase goes. And the equity in sports, for example, that we fought, and bled for, for Title IX that says that there shall be an equal funding of men's and women's sports is now being expressly overridden by a priority being given to gay men who convert to fe- feminism and run in these races and win them all the time. You're speaking to someone here who converted from uh, Democrat to Republican. So I like converts. I basically agree with it, but I sure don't agree with people that decide to cross the street to change their gender so that they can win a scholarship. Yeah, right. Thanks for calling, Kay, and thanks for bringing that to well, our attention. Well put. Mr. Let's go to Norma in Brooklyn. Hi, Norma. Hi. I'm calling because I, even though I'm a registered Democrat, I will never vote for Hochul. The whole Democrat Party wants to destroy the country, as far as I can see. They have no support for what they're doing. They just want to destroy every avenue that we have that we hold dear. And one more thing I want to point out, aside from the horrible, horrible uh, murders that are going on, it's not with guns, it's with knives, and it's with regular crazy people. But aside from that, they, I believe if she gets in, she's going to force all the little kids in school, all the parents are going to have to inoculate them with what they want and the questions inoculate on that. Inoculate so and indoctrinate. Right. It's more both. Like, both. both so they're destroying them emotionally and physically. We're going to have a, a nation of, of sick, invalid people and they, growing and their up. And priority was reflected in the fact that Hochul allowed and indeed required the schools to be closed for two years, which set our kids back immeasurably in reading and math, why unbelievably. Would, why would anyone uh, want to vote for her? And she closed the schools despite there being no evidence that those kids were at risk from COVID. Right. It was because the teachers and the staff were worried about being at risk that they closed the schools down and denied these kids an education. Look, Kathy Hochul was a last-minute throw-in by Andrew Cuomo. He never dreamed that he'd leave office or be forced out of office. It was never on his radar screen any more than it is that you're going to die. 
So he needed a woman, and he needed an upstater, and preferably a moderate. So he chose Hochul, and uh, he might have well chosen any one of the hundred other women who Kamala. filled that bill. And yeah, like Kamala Harris, but right. she at least had to be a black woman. Oh, right, right. Sort of. But, uh, but the, but it was incredible. So if you vote for Hochul, you're, you're really just kidding because this, there's woman, woman has no qualifications to be governor and nobody ever thought she had qualifications to be governor. So today we've spoken to four candidates who are running for Congress in the New York area. And I devoted the show to them because it's so important that people in the New York area tune into the, their world, not French politics, not German politics, mm-hmm. but not international gold markets, but their own individual world. And the media in New York don't cover it, and you need to, and even if they're conservative media, like the New York Post and stuff, they don't talk about it because there are far too many districts and far too many candidates. You go into Mississippi, and the people there are much less educated but vastly better informed. They all know the name of their state reps, and they've known them for a long time because there's nothing else happening there, and that's what they pay attention to. And their local news talks about them. So the four names I'd like you to remember are if you live in uh, near upstate New York, in Dutchess, Orange, and Ulster County, uh, you should vote for Colin Schmidt for Congress. If you live in Rockland or northern Westchester, you should vote for Mike Lawler for Congress. If you live in Nassau County, you should vote for Anthony D'Esposito for Congress and George Santos for Congress, both of whom are running in Nassau County. And that will complete the purging of this state uh, by getting rid of these Democrats and electing good Republicans in their places. Thanks for watching, and be sure to vote. Thank you, Dick Morris. It's an honor. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.